Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. with my mom, Ophelia Barba, and me, Zoe Luna. This OMZ episode is being broadcasted on Friday, June 26, 2015, and the time is 9 p.m. The LGBT Hero Awards Talk Radio is a listener-funded progressive station that interviews guests from the world of entertainment, art, and community, politics, public health, and business. For more information about the LGBT Hero Awards and this show, visit LGBTHeroAwards.com. Joining me is my co-host and mom, Ophelia Barba. Hi, Mom. How are you doing? Hi, Zoe. I'm doing fine. Thank you. Um, I'm actually feeling really excited uh, and extremely happy for lots of our friends that they're celebrating the Supreme Court's ruling in favor of marriage equality. I am just ecstatic for them. The show is out there with them. But tonight, we have a really special guest, and that special guest, is Jennifer Gutierrez, a transgender woman activist. And, um, yeah, so we're really excited to speak with her tonight. Jennifer will be talking about her recent trip to the White House and why she demanded President Obama to stop the torture and abuse of trans women in detention centers. Let's welcome our guest. Hello, Jennifer. Thank you for joining us. Hello. Thank you for inviting me to be part of your show. Sure. It's an honor to have you with us. I want to share with our listeners a little bit about how we know each other. So I think we met in, I think, 2013. No, no, not that early. We met in 2013, and it was the, what was it? It was Models of Pride, and you went to the Blush Workshop, and I met you there, and we were listening to the Blush organization story and how it came together. And, yeah, that's when I met you, and then we uh, stayed in touch on Facebook, and, yeah, that's how we met. I know that you I know that you have shared that turning 15 years old was a life-changing time in your life. Can you please share with our audience why that was? Oh, yes, that's. Uh, when I moved permanently to the United States, so just coming to this country uh, as an immigrant, um, you know, not knowing the language, it was a totally ch- changed experience for me. That's great. How did you choose to get involved with activism? I, I chose to be an activist because uh, I've always been very passionate about social justice. 
And the more I started taking classes on reading books and the different struggles different communities were facing, even here in the United States, uh, that's one of the reasons. And, you know, I it kind of interests me. But then personally, because of the violence trans women have been facing, and so far in 2015, there has been at least nine reported a murder of trans women of color. That, that just... Yes push me to be part of it. Great. How has being a person of color affected your activism? Um, you know, it's just, at one point I thought it, it didn't affect me, but then when I started getting all this, you know, like I couldn't get, I couldn't get a license and, and things like that because of my immigration status. And just being, you know, made fun of and making, like, you know, racist remarks. So I started getting more conscious of how many, how much work there was and how much discrimination existed here in this country. It's supposed to be, you know, a lot of freedom and opportunity. So that it, it, it does affect, you know, your who you are and your identity. But then you have to work around it. And then that's why, you know, I just want to be part of the community and, and be an activist. Yeah, that's great. Do you feel that trans women of color face unique challenges that the larger LGBT community doesn't talk about? Oh, yes, definitely. Uh, Trans women of color do have more challenges to overcome, so just be given the opportunity. Um, Unfortunately, we are the group that are the highest victims of violence. Um, we have uh-huh. high, we don't have access to employment, health insurance. But yes, there are more obstacles because um, our identities. Uh, yes. <clears throat> so I was going to ask, um, General Clark, what role does immigration play in the lives of trans women? Especially trans women of color. I'm sorry, can you repeat the question one more time? Sure. I was asking, what role does immigration play in the lives of trans women, particularly trans women of color? Well, immigration is a big part of, um, you know, of trans women of color because most of us come from, you know, Mexico, Central America, or, you know, uh, South America. So, like, the the girls that I've spoken to uh, that were released from detention centers are from Guatemala. So they always, like, like my experience, we come for, like, a better, you know, more opportunities to have a better life and hopefully, you know, have healthy, you know, lives here in the U.S., but then, again, we still face challenges. Absolutely. Um, Describe what you lead, what led you to make your mission to address President Obama about the abuse trans women are facing in detention centers. Yeah, being part of it and speaking to uh, at least two of them in the last 
few months and their experience in these detention centers. One, uh, Jessica, who was released, she was detained in Santa Ana for about nine months. And then Nicole was in Arizona. She was in detention for, I believe, seven months, too. And just hearing their experiences with, um, you know, being detained and the harassment that they were facing, that just, it was heartbreaking. And, you know, just seeing their pain in their faces and, you know, crying and saying that they wish people would know the conditions that they're, you know, facing and the, the violence that they're facing in these detention centers. So that's one of the reasons that just either motivated me to do what I had to do when I was at the White House. Yeah. So do you think you really expected all this backlash from the community after you said what you said? Did you expect it? You know, I I knew there was going to be backlash, but I was surprised that it came from my own community. Um, Sometimes when people challenge the status quo and, you know, some people are not comfortable with it, yes, there will be a backlash, and there has been in different movement, but it really surprised me that my community turned its back on me, you know, because we're we're part of it, we're both, you know, facing challenges and oppression, and how can we oppress each other, so that was surprising, but that just gives me, gives me more energy and motivation to continue with my passion as an activist. Yeah. So, um, what There's a question. Oh, really? So how does how do we create a safe space for trans youth to be involved in discuss in in discussion that can be included harsh harsh but real political topics? Um, well, you know, I think this venue is one safe space where um I think your main audience that you're reaching is the youth, so that is very critical. This is one way where people can feel comfortable without having to be open open if they're trying to figure out who they are. Uh, I think this is very important. And just having guests who are dealing with, you know, big issues like the ones I'm dealing with, it, it kind of starts raising their consciousness. So I think this is very important. Another way, like, um, you can gather the spaces, you know, people can gather at home. Uh, you know, different locations where they all can share ideas about coming to terms with who they are and also start including, um, you know, what's happening in our community, the challenges that we're facing. So I think, um, you know, those would be a good start. Obviously, then once you start getting involved with them, you can start asking, and, and then you'll be surprised how many wonderful ideas the Jews have. And I think, you know, yours is one, having these, means of communication. So those are something that I can think of at the moment. So it's very important to have these safe spaces for the Jews. Okay. So what do you think the youth are getting from this? What do you th- do? You hope that youth, when they heard about this or when they're reading about this, do you, do you hope that they're getting encouraged to speak their mind and you know know that this world is ready for them? Or do you, how do you? What do you hope you accomplish? Like with what you said. 
Yeah, that you know, that is a very good question. I think at the end of the day, it's it's the inspiration from people that motivate others to speak up and and take action. So I, I hope that me standing up to the president of the United States in our movement, it kind of inspires some youth to kind of take over the leadership, right? Because we. We continue to go on, and we're starting to get facing other issues. But then there will still be issues to overcome. So if yeah. my action inspired at least one, that's a big win. Yeah. Well, you definitely inspired me when you when you talked. I feel at first I didn't really understand why you said that, but then when I started reading more about it, I read that you know, if you had every right. And, you know, I think that you have really, you're so brave to have done that. You have true bravery for that. And I totally respect you for that. So, yeah. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. So, um, Jennison, I just want to make sure that as a point of view as a parent that you have that open space to speak and express what you feel and what happens if you let the white house. I also want to make it clear that you have a name and you are not a Hitler. <laughs> Your name is Genesec Gutierrez and you matter works. And um, I think that you're very brave, very courageous, and you know exactly who you are and what we need to do to change things. So I thank you as a parent. And, um, I appreciate thank that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Jennifer, we thank you for joining us, and please know that you are always welcome to be on our show. Yeah, thank, thank you for having me. The, you're welcome. I appreciate all the information that you have shared with us tonight. Thank you very much, Jennifer. For more information about the ONZ show, visit LGBTHeroWords.com under Talk Radio. Thank you for listening to the ONZ show. Till next time. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.